Professor, I sometimes wish I could be an astronaut. Flying in space would be so exciting. Yes, but it would also be very disorienting. Let's talk about some of the ways that people keep their balance in space and on Earth. A word that's showing up more frequently in scientific circles is the word design. Scientists recognize it in the amazing structure of each organ in our bodies and in the intricate interaction among these organs. Today on Truth in the Test Tube, let's explore another example of design. Professor, I just saw an interesting picture on the NASA website. It shows five astronauts upside down in the International Space Station. The caption says, In orbital freefall, their topsy-turvy pose for the camera presents no problems like hairs falling out of place or blood rushing to the head. Yes, a zero-gravity environment does have some advantages, but it also gives astronauts some major inconveniences. Read what the NASA website says next. Imagine waking up, startled by the bright flash of a cosmic ray inside your eyes. Groggy from sleep, you wonder, which way is up? And where are my arms and legs? First-time space travellers often become confused about up and down. The body's balance system was designed to work in the gravitational pull that we experience on Earth. Dr Geoffrey Simmons explains... Our balance is managed primarily by three semicircular canals called the vestibular system, found in each ear. These fluid-filled canals are complex gyroscopes, which respond to one, spinning, two, changes in acceleration in the vertical axis, such as occur on a moving elevator, and three, changes in acceleration in the horizontal axis, such as occur during walking. How many of these canals do we use at the same time? At least two, and usually all three. They can work separately or together, and they can do their job with or without additional information in the form of sight or sound. Dr Simmons says they give us a unified, uninterrupted input for good balance and fine coordination. And Without them, walking down the sidewalk would feel like walking across the deck of a rocking ship. So, sensors in the inner ear are part of the body's balance system. They can sense the pull of gravity and signal the brain with information about our body's orientation. However, in space, the vestibular system doesn't sense the familiar pull of gravity. Former shuttle astronaut Robert Parker recalls, One of the questions they asked us during our first flight was, Close your eyes. Now how do you determine up? And with his eyes closed... His sense of up and down had vanished. What did the NASA website mean when it said an astronaut might awaken from sleep and wonder, where are my arms and legs? The zero-gravity environment makes arms and legs appear weightless. So sensors inside the body give astronauts the impression that their arms and legs have disappeared. One American astronaut reported, The first night in space when I was drifting off to sleep, I suddenly realised I'd lost track of my arms and legs. For all my mind could tell, my limbs were not there. However, with a conscious command for an arm or leg to move, it instantly reappeared, only to disappear again when I relaxed. Another astronaut woke in the dark and saw what looked like a glowing watch floating in front of them. He realised later that the watch was around his own wrist. How does the vestibular system detect motion? Dr Simmons answers... 
The receptors are hair cells similar to those found in the cochlea. Each cell has between 40 and 70 smaller hairs which are covered by a membrane. Picture a blanket covering the outstretched hands of hundreds of people and if some giant were to pull that blanket, every finger would sense the same motion at the same time. Each finger would also know if the pulling were to slow down, speed up or cease. The same thing happens to a lesser degree when I'm driving. Yes, when you press down your car's accelerator, the fluid-covered horizontal membrane in each ear lags behind, bending the hairs in the opposite direction. And this tells you that you're moving forward. And the faster the hairs bend, the faster you know you're accelerating. And when I use the brakes, the membrane signals a speed change. Fluid in the other canals work similarly. Turn to the right, and the fluid goes left. Look up, and the fluid goes downward. And if the vehicle reaches a steady speed, the canals inform the brain, making it easy for us to ride a train or enjoy a Ferris wheel. The same mechanism tells an elderly person to use a cane or a young child to hold on to his parent's hand. How long does it take for the sensors to deliver their signals to the nervous system? The impulses from the vestibular nerve arrive at the midbrain and cerebellum in milliseconds, enabling us to adjust rapidly to most changes in position. Every move, no matter how small, is coordinated. Dr Simmons says, Without these mechanisms, you might push away from the table and fall backward. If you were to roll over in bed, you might keep rolling. Or if you tried to catch a ball, you would most likely miss it and injure yourself with the landing. Every car ride would cause horrid motion sickness. Boat rides would be out of the question. And balancing acts unheard of. If the textbooks are accurate, the vestibular system isn't the only part of the body that people rely on for balance and orientation. I was reading that the proprioceptive sensors tell where the body parts are in relationship to each other. Yes, they sense which muscles and tendons are tense, which are relaxed, and in which direction they are pulling. And that information helps them to know which parts of the body are in what positions and where they are moving. But when our various balance systems send conflicting messages, they can make us sick. Yes, one website explains. Our sense of balance is so complex that even if all components are working fine, the balance organs, the feedback from our limbs and our eyes, if there's any disagreement about what's going on, the result can be unpleasant. A seasickness is caused when the central nervous system receives conflicting messages from these three systems. That happens when one system says we are right side up, while another says we are upside down or tilted 90 degrees to one side. Or one system says we are spinning, while another system says we are not moving. The ultimate test for our sense of balance is a trip into space. In fact, some specialists say that an even more difficult test is a trip on board what NASA calls the Vomit Comet. It consists of a KC-135 airplane flying parabolic arcs to create short periods of weightlessness. One journalist says this ride is so upsetting to the body's equilibrium that first-timers in space can sometimes end up in hospital being fed intravenously because their stomachs cannot hold food or liquid. That would be a major upset of the digestive system. The late Dr Paul Brand observed, if we traced all the body signals involved in walking, we would find a machine of unfathomable 
complexity. Over 100 million sense cells in each eye compose a picture of the object he's walking toward. Stretch receptors in the neck relate the attitude of his head to the trunk and maintain appropriate muscle tension. Joint receptors fire off messages that report the angles of limb bones. The sense organs inside the ear inform the brain of the direction of gravity in the body's balance. Pressure from the ground on each toe triggers messages about the type of surface on which he's walking. Even walking is a complex activity. Dr Simmons adds... Merely turning to speak to a passenger while driving a car may seem simple, but the brain must keep track of every visual and auditory cue inside and outside the car, determine if it's safe to look right, keep track of traffic, maintain the right pressure on the accelerator, control all appropriate muscles in the head, neck and eyes, find the words and say them, and maintain a sitting and driving balance. Many millions of neurons are at work, But unless some of them are injured, every movement comes off smoothly and in unison. The ability to maintain our balance can be analysed into dozens of smaller steps. And these steps can be divided further. The sense of balance requires the whole package phenomenon. That expression, the whole package phenomenon, is interesting. Each part of the balance system is intricate and precise. But multiple systems have to work not as separate parts, but as one whole package. So, whether we're astronauts in orbit or pedestrians on Earth's surface, we're impressed by the system that enables us to keep our balance. Logic tells us that this kind of coordinated arrangement implies that the only wise God designed and built our balance system. Has today's program brought a question to your mind? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Where you live determines which email you use. If you live in India, please use testtube at radio882.com. Let me repeat that, testtube at radio882.com. Elsewhere in the world, it's truthtest at truthinthetesttube.org. That's truthtest at truthinthetesttube.org. We'd be honored to hear from you and know what you're thinking, along with any questions or suggestions you may have. And join us again next time for Truth in the Test Tube.